What is going on, folks? Welcome to this week's episode of Collectively Unconscious. I'm Jordan Dante, and joining me as always... Jim, what's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, not much. Sunday. Big Dude, Sunday. <laughs> fucking, I'm feeling tired as fuck on this Sunday. This is... Oh, yeah. It was a big day, but I'm, I'm feeling a little low energy, but I'm sure as we get into some of our topics, I'll, I'll be able to pick it back up, because there's a lot, a lot of shit happened yeah. today. Like oh yeah! Fucking a few hours ago, a lot of shit. A happened. lot of shit. F one shit. Yeah, of course we were speaking of the fact that the first Formula One race of the season just happened hours ago. Yeah, and we just got to see what what's that, what's been building up in hype this mm-hmm. whole time. What these new these new cars, these new regulations, what they were gonna play out into being. We finally got to see. So we'll definitely talk a little bit about that later on, um, in the show. But first, we're gonna start off. You know. Same old thing. We've started off every single show now talking about this. And I want to keep it rolling. Let's talk about some fucking Elden Ring. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, actually, I actually have some things I want to bring up about Elden. Awesome. Sweet. Um, first, let me kind of touch base with you. Where are you at right now? Right now? Uh, oh, man, I, I don't even know. I know, I know I'm endgame, like hard endgame. Yeah, I could, you're definitely endgame. I could hit like. I think I could hit the final boss pretty much anytime soon. I just don't know exactly when I want to because I want to finish some quests. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty. You're going end. for the plat, right? I mean, eventually. I'm not really focused on it right now, but okay. But, I'm definitely gonna yeah, get the plat. I'm, I'm definitely gonna go for it, but I'm not too hard bent on it. But uh, what level are you right now? Yeah, I'm level one twenty five. So oh, wow. right I'm there. surprisingly not that far behind you. Oh, okay. What are you? I'm like 117, I want to say, oh, okay. about there. Yeah, you're right yeah. there. You're right in that level bracket. So I've just been crushing bosses. I just fought um the Blood God. Oh, yeah. Good old Blood God. Um, yeah, yeah, that was... I literally just did that like 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. like, like right, <laughs> right before we started recording, I did that. And... I want I some things I want to talk about because we're both kind of in that relative end game-ish area, just kind of cleaning things up. And I had been hearing about it forever. This is, this is a few days ago now. I'm, I'm past yeah. this now. I had been hearing about it forever. All the memes, all the shmemes, and this kind of actually reminds me of what happened with Radon when I finally got to Radon, you know? And I got to Leyendel, the capital. Yeah. After hearing about how incredible it is, how dope this capital is, and I was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it like it, the the capital area wasn't. I, I maybe I just expected it to be more sprawling, and then you can kind of just look at the map and you can just know what to expect for yeah. the whole. Yeah, the whole I think, thing. I think it was a little definitely underwhelming. It was cool when you look out and see the visuals, but like mm-hmm. it was a little that opening dead. moment. Yeah, the opening yeah, that, moment. That opening sick. moment with the Vista was but, was incredible. But yeah, I, I think it is a little dead. I mean, 
that's the game. Shit is fucking dead and crazy monsters. Hey, okay. But but yeah, yeah no, yeah. It, it was a little kind of boring. Like I think I, I was telling you this. I I um I was telling you this as I was playing it. I think I enjoyed the sewers underneath yeah. Landell more just because I didn't have access to a map. It felt like old souls where I was like, all right, if I go down this corner, it'll loop me back here. And I was like building a mental map of this area. And it was fucking annoying as well. Yeah. It was like actually difficult. Yeah, because like, you couldn't. Uh, the, the upper capital was. Uh, the upper capital was like light work. Yeah. Yeah, because there wasn't many grace points or checkpoints. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Could you fast travel? I don't know if you could fast travel. I you could fast you could, travel. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. Um, it was, so, it yeah. was sick. Now, one thing I will say is so the city at the Erd Tree was disappointing. But now the city at the, what is it, the Hegel tree? Oh, yeah, that Hailing shit, tree or whatever. That shit was fucking dope. The what? area going down yeah. to Molina. Yeah, yeah, that shit's oh crazy. Oh, my God, that was fucking sick, like running on the different, like, tree branches that kind mm -hmm. of looped back over each other. Yeah, I like that a lot more. Yeah, but it was, was, but then that area wasn't nearly as big. Like it was actually pretty yeah, small. It ended yeah. up being a lot smaller than I expected. More confident. But I, I, had a, I had a lot more fun with that. Yeah, that was cool. And then, and then Molina. I mean, yeah. I mean, what even needs to be said? Melania, what a freaking boss! Did you fight her? Yeah, I actually I fought her twice, and then I got I got her like down pretty close in the what is it the Queen of the Rot or God of the Goddess of the Rot? Oh yeah, yep. stage. And I was like, okay, I, if I just beef up a little more, I could do this yeah, really exactly. easily. So I just went and did a couple other, I only fought her twice, but then I just went and did a couple other side bosses. I'm going to beat her, like, probably right after we finish recording this. Yeah, that's what happened to me. I was, uh, I struggled with her for a while, and then I just, like, upgraded my weapons a couple more times, and it was, like, the first try after that. But yeah, I'm already at, I'm already her. at plus ten everything, yeah. so I already got her close. Yeah. Because here's the, here's the incredible reality. That bitch bleeds just like everybody Ooh. else. So, fucking bloodhound oh, with yeah. some blood grease, baby. I'm just fucking throw, slathered uh, up. You throw a like, mimic like, on that? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I have like, because I do have plus 10 mimic tier. So, if I mimic tier, then it's not even yeah. like a, it's not even a challenge. Stun locker through that first whole phase. Yeah, I might just not. I might try to do it not mimic yeah. tier. But then if I but get it, you're, you're just be like, gonna... okay. It's like, all right, easy mode time. Easy <laughs> yeah. mode. Journalist mode. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. That... No, that, that that was really cool. That whole area into that boss fight felt very classic souls. Yeah. What um what other areas would you say were like high up there on your your list? Oh, all the underground cities. Yeah. All all of yeah, them those were sick. absolute bangers. Yep. Um Volcano Manor. Mm-hmm. Was was a was a banger. Um, Storm Stormvale's uh, Stormvale is pretty good. Like yeah, that first, yep. the first castle can't really be. Yeah, beaten. that's pretty cool. Um, I did quite like the cathedral. I mean the um the academy, not the cathedral. First, the oh academy. yeah, Raya Raya Lucaria. Yeah, Done. yeah, that shit was dope. Yeah, I liked um, I liked all those. Um, that. That area before the main capital is sick. That 
all the orange uh, trees and yellow trees and stuff. Oh, just like Atlas yeah, Plateau in general. Yeah, Atlas Plateau, yeah. 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 Mad cool, mad cool. Like, that area before the big ramp, like, gates of the city, just looking right there, like, out on that landscape, that's sick. Yeah, like it's that, like fall. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. It's really funny, too, because the, the, the game kind of, like, like... The game kind of like progresses in seasons yeah. as you go. Like, uh, Atlas Plateau is fall, and then the mountaintop of the giants is winter. Yeah. And like, Lierno, the lakes is like a summer vibe. And like, Limgrave, like, you can kind of see as like a spring. Yeah. It's and then Kaled's just, Kaled's just death. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's interesting, but it works. Pretty good. Oh, it works incredibly. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. I love, I love, I love. It's incredible how much that map just keeps going, man. Oh yeah. It's, it just keeps keeps on going. Every every corner has something to explore and find. Freaking crazy. Like I'm still yeah. like I know I have like at least 10, 15, maybe 20 places where I went through and I'm just like, "All right, I'll come back to that in a little." Yep. Yeah. And I never do yet. So never I got to refind yeah. all those areas. What's your hour count right now? What? I think 113 hours. God damn. Yeah. That's what's up. I logged off last night. I was like, it was, it was over 110. That's what's up. I had like that whole week where I didn't get to play, but I'm still at like 75. (laughs) Yeah. Still grinding hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Still, still at 75 hours. So. It's meaty. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah. Probably, I think probably by next week, we will, at least one of us will have seen credits. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm going to try to hit, hit, hit the end and then start a new character. I might go mage or uh, like a faith caster or something. Mm-hmm. Just go straight, like straight casting. Yeah, I'm gonna so, I'm gonna come back and do that. My plan is to get the platinum, and then finish some of these other games. Yeah, yeah, I feel that <laughs> because like holy shit, I I I need to I need to I need to do that. I play some more uh, GT Seven or something. Uh, fucking Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. Dying Light, Sifu. Uh, uh yeah. That'll take yeah. a long time. Hey, man. All we got is time. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, you mentioned. Definitely. Oh, actually, do you have anything else you want to say about Elden? Um, I mean, not really. Just still, uh, still just waiting for some changes. Like, oh my God! Wait, 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 wait! We should definitely talk about the patch. Yeah, we didn't talk about the patch. What yeah, are we the doing? Patch. Elden Ring was one point zero three or something. I don't. Whatever. Some patch. Zero point one three. Elden Ring version zero point one three, more like. Yeah. Elden Ring patch, I mean, changed a lot of good things. A lot of like the broken, like cheesy death like tricks you could do on people. Yeah, but, uh, ba- just basically they released a patch what? It was like start of the week, right? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know, like Tuesday, Monday, or Tuesday? Yeah, some, something like that. Know. And it just had a bunch of bug fixes, a um, bunch of quality of life improvements, 
a um, bunch of nerfs, bunch of buffs. And a, a, some of the, some of the changes are pretty useful. Like they put fucking one of them is crazy. They put fucking NPC markers on the map. Yeah, like, which is like that's yeah, that's and like cool. it's really useful. Yeah, that helps a lot. But I was I, I was doing them by myself. Like I was using the add marker feature, and mm-hmm. I'm like using different symbols to like represent what each one was. Yeah, I would remember. But now they just did it for me. And they so. actually uh they actually finished like some quests for some of those people like the Nefeli quest for the like the Elden Lord in in the first area I forgot what it's called yeah they they fixed a couple quests they allegedly um nerfed the mimic tier yeah there's i heard no about shot. that there's no shot it's, it's still it's, good it's definitely yeah, still good it's, it's still fucking broke i think they just made it so it does there's like a little less slightly, damage, I think. Yeah, less damage, but it still tanks hits, which yeah. is like the biggest benefit of having it, you know. Um uh, what did they do to the moon veil? Dude, it's so uh, funny that I still I still don't have a moon veil katana <laughs> because I gave mine to Dan. Yeah, he uses that all the time. But yeah, the moon veil just got like a stagger decrease, so you couldn't just like stun lock bosses. Oh, okay. But it's it's but still, you can still the same damage. PvP. Yeah still the same damage yeah of but, course uh, yeah i think they still just need to tweak and work on some balancing like some of the status effects are still totally broken and then sleep is i, I knew sleep was going to be broken the moment s- i saw sleep's it. pretty damn good but even just bleed or uh bleed yeah madness because frost. certain out certain weapons that have bleed effect they scale with arcane yeah is that correct? Yeah. Yep. The Bloodhound doesn't, though, right? The which one? Bloodhound. The, bl- Bloodhound's, the Bloodhound's Fang. No, fang. no. It just has just bleed on it for some reason. But, I mean, <laughs> it, I think you could uh, convert it to blood and it do more bleed damage, but but it's oh, not just... Like what? But it's just... A, it's not raw scaling off uh, yeah, arcane. Yeah. Arcane, right. That's crazy. I didn't even realize, because I've just literally been Bloodhound my whole playthrough. I didn't yeah. realize that other weapon. I honestly, dude, I, like, when I pick up a new weapon, it's like, all right, let's see how this swings. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. I should, I should use that in another playthrough, switch back to Bloodhound Fang and just yeah, keep, I actually, keep progressing. I actually just uh, respect off the Bloodhound, like that build with the decks, and I just went straight arcane. I've been using uh, the bleed weapons, and yeah, it's just incredible it's just instant bleed like one hits and two hits like it's crazy yeah it's, yeah it's disgusting um but we should also mention that the patch has just kind of like i don't know it really felt like they were trying to fix stuff but it, it feels like after the patch i've seen a lot more complaints about Oh the yeah, balancing they of just, online. They just did a whole lot of nothing, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean specifically for the balancing for like PvP and co-op, because yeah. I mean like my brother and Jeremy, they were fucking. Yeah. I, was, I was laughing really hard, and I was reading that they were raging about fucking, um, getting invaded yeah. and shit like that, and and how like invasion, like people invading are like spamming specific yeah. moves and oh, all yeah. that shit. Th- and that's I've all been it seeing is. that a lot more since after the patch than I did before. Yeah, that's all it is, because it, it's a problem. Like, it's just, there's so much cheesy stuff you can do that, you know, everyone's going to have their own little 
thing they could one shot you with or hit you with range like it's just really yeah it's not a good state pvp that we're in so i i really hope for some big changes but jimmy i don't know if you've if you've noticed this but in this short time we've been doing this podcast you've been fucking on point with our predictions absolutely nailing almost everything we predicted which this is true and I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna stand by this nobody will ever be able to prove me wrong our predictions are always on point and dude this is just proof of the shit we were saying about how there's probably going to be multiplayer DLC later because this would happen. Yeah. And of course, it oh, was going to exactly. be so fucked up. There was no way they would have been able to balance multiplayer right off rip. Nope. No and it would have been crazy. No Think chance. about how much worse it would be. Think about how much the online people are already complaining now. Imagine if there was an actual multiplayer mode. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Having this shit rain so free worse. and, like, and like the arenas just like doing some crazy glitches like yeah oh yeah it wouldn't be good yeah and it'd be bad so i i really do think this is just this is just proof that that we we were on point with that yeah if they if they do something multiplayer it has to come later it has to mm-hmm. gotta yeah. wait and see still still a lot of hope though for that Speaking of multiplayer and multiplayer systems and people being angry, let's talk about another game that we've both been playing. I've played a little bit this past week, but it's been in the news a lot. And we can just kind of roll this all into this one discussion here right at the top. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking talk about Gran Turismo 7. Yeah. I have a, heard I have a feeling about that. Oh, okay. You did. Okay. I, heard I had a feeling you, you didn't hear about it or maybe you, you, you had heard about it just a little bit. Because there has been some controversy around Gran Turismo 7, and specifically the fact that it is an always online game that has a large single-player component, and it has a lot of microtransactions. Um, you, we, we mentioned on previous episodes how you have to unlock every car, and it's, how this, it's this whole guided experience, and a lot of the cars can get pretty expensive, and you have to use like a currency that you get in-game from completing races. To unlock each car but you can also buy that currency but the problem is there's a lot of like really nice cars that have insane prices that would require like hundreds and hundreds yeah, and hundreds yeah. and hours of like consecutive play time just to be able to buy ridiculous them. or you could, yeah or you could just pay 20 bucks so people have been getting really mad and there's also another little thing that i'll add at the end um because it does kind of also add into this is um this all led to the game getting review bombed on like Metacritic, mm. and now Gran Turismo Seven is Sony's lowest rated um, Damn. game on Metacritic in terms of user scores. It's a two point five right now. Damn. I do want to say the game did also start getting review bombed before any of this happened, um, because uh, Sony blocked the sales of the game in Russia. Oh, uh, okay. Because of Russia fucking yeah. invading Ukraine and like killing a bunch yeah. of people. And so then people started review bombing it after that. So then that, but then people started now review bombing it for this, which is like, eh, <laughs> this isn't a bad reason, but fuck those other people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that's basically been the whole thing is ours are expensive. And the, we, we definitely experienced that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Our, our, ourselves. Like, I just like, um, I don't even have like a car I'd really want yet just because I haven't 
grinded it out yet enough, you know. And give yeah, it, we, give it. I don't, really... I don't put hours into the game a day, so like, yeah, I don't even play it really. Ca- I mean, I play it casually. I don't play it like enough to to warrant me to get those cars. I guess. Yeah. No. And that that's the thing. That's the thing that at this point everyone underst- everyone can relate to it in some way because everyone has had their their game like this that they've gotten super into right yeah where everyone's had their fucking live service game that they've got hooked on where they're like no 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 if you just grind it out you can just get everything yeah you know? exactly everyone's had that and so like for me Gran Turismo 7 is kind of that cuz i have so many credits already cuz i've put like so many hours in yeah it's kind of like you know like you know that like shitty mobile game that you play mm-hmm. and it's like yeah no i know i'm grinding but like it's still just fun and addictive to play mm-hmm. so that's kind of where this game sits for me but the big problem is with that is those shitty mobile games are free to play yeah grand turismo 7 70 yep so it's like at some point no that's that, that's bullshit like so- something's got to give and i i think they should absolutely fucking lower all those prices fucking yeah pull out the fucking scumbag of scumbagness of all this fucking system because it seems seems pretty fucked up yeah it seems a little little too hardcore like like for the casual player that wants to get into it like they don't totally fucks them they don't want to have to sit through license tests and like even if they are fun and interactive like they don't want to have to do all that. They just want to jump in and pick a car out of the whole list that they want to drive and just yeah. get straight to it. And yeah. that's maybe I, that's I, not the game, but yeah, maybe they I, should I, have I think, like that option. I I think I think like the modes is different. Like making people do the license test stuff is 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 fine for me. For me, it's just like the cars just shouldn't be crazy expensive. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, just straight that, up. That, that, like, that, that, that's how I see it. Like, honestly, the, the way the game is... Like, we talked about it last time. Like, for me, I love the way the game is structured, where it kind of forces you to do certain things and kind of guides you down a path. I just wish... I just think the car should be better priced. It that's should all. just be... Maybe, like, have, like, a ticket system where every so often or if you place first in every few races, you get a ticket You get a car for unlock. A, a car unlock or like a ticket for a car that you could claim or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. Like a ticket that just, yeah, regardless of price, like, or or it Maybe, could even be like, yeah, like, like you know how the the cars have different classes. You could yeah. be like, this ticket can unlock a five hundred power, mm-hmm. yeah, like a car exactly. in the five hundred or six hundred power range. You can up, unlock any of them up to you know? this level or something or price. Yeah. That'd be a yeah, pretty so, easy compromise. Yeah, so something like that would honestly easily fix that problem because then you could just get get a car you want right at the start you yeah know? Um, and it's not even like they're doing it to force people to try out different cars because the events already do that you already yeah. have to do certain events with where certain you need cars. specific type of cars so it, it really is all about just having a they're doing it just to make money of course because mm-hmm. I mean, they're these are corporations and businesses yeah so yeah, they just need to fix their business model, and then they have something great there. But, yeah, they're getting review-bombed to hell. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So, <laughs> so I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll respond at some point. Yeah. That'll be nice, though. They're, at least they're getting pressured to, like, try something different or, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see if it, we'll see if it works. Yeah. Sony can be stubborn. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
we'll see we'll see what happens but all right let's move from racing to racing the real racing the real racing my friend we just had the 2022 Bahrain Grand Prix, the season opener of the 2022 Formula One season. Bum, bum, bum. We are hours, hours off the race. Yeah. My God, Jimmy, I, I just want to hear your, your, your first oh reaction to this, to this like, weekend, this weekend as a whole. Oh man. Like, how, how do you whole, feel coming off this weekend? Just like, it's just exciting to see like, like the differences and like, Who's at the top? Like, obviously, it's Ferrari right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, sp- and full on spoilers. Yeah. We're 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 gonna be talking the full race weekend. But yeah, I mean, it, even without going into race spoilers, Ferrari were dominant. Yeah, looking. They had reliability out out of the gate and speed. So I mean, but yeah, like like you. But you were saying your initial reactions. Just it, I yeah. I agree. It's it's just excitement exciting. is the perfect way to put it it's new and different it just feels good to be part of it and seeing on track leclerc and uh stappen battling like i I was jumping around i was jumping around excited clapping my hands seeing like a back-to-back battle for like two or three laps straight like of them overtaking each other like it was like four or five overtakes on, yeah, on and both of them, and and to explain to people who are maybe are a little newer, um, or like have come in recently, it's it's a different type of excitement from what we felt last season, yeah. right? Is because last season it was one possibility, you know, it was one possibility: Max Verstappen challenging Lewis Hamilton, yeah. Red Bull challenging Mercedes. But the excitement is so much different this year because it's endless possibility yeah exactly anything could happen so it, it's it's a totally all-encompassing sense of excitement kevin magnuson yeah. is in the top five yeah he like, finished fifth. what are we doing like, like well like holy shit yeah, given red bull had a terrible race yes, with a yes, double yes, double dnf but there, there is a slight little asterisk on a couple of the yeah the the storylines coming out of this race but still because now you have four potentially five people fighting for a win yeah like consistently now i mean leclerc was well up on pace on on signs but uh but i mean even perez and signs could always get in there for i mean for a win yeah it seems like signs it just seems like signs needs to lock lock in his driving style because that's what he's been talking about the most is just kind of getting control of the car but we should we should talk about um the weekend as a whole before we talk about the race. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So practice one. Um honestly, I I totally missed practice one and two. I, I didn't watch them live. I, yeah, I didn't catch me I didn't catch the highlights. But I did watch them. I just didn't watch them live. I watched yeah. uh No, I watched practice two live at work and then practice three live in the morning on Saturday. And then quali live. But. Yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't really much from practice one. Just, again, a lot of the teams just, you know, dealing with, like, porpoising and stuff. Ferrari continued to look strong as hell. Um, 
Prakash 2, Max topped the time. And again, the Ferraris were 2-3 right behind them. George Russell actually was putting in like consistent times throughout yeah. all of all of the practice runs. He was looking really good. Um, but Lewis Hamilton and both um and all, all three practice sessions was looking not good. Yeah, he I think, he, I think Russell finished ahead of him on all three, right? Yep. Yep, all yeah. three. Yeah, that that was a little worrying, but it was. But then we got into qualifying. Let's just let's yeah. just dive straight into qualifying. Um and right off rip, it, like Ferrari immediately again. We're just like it was like okay, yeah, this is gonna be the Ferrari show. But Red Red Bull was close every time. Like it would be like okay, Ferrari has this locked down. Verstappen would pull out a lap. Yeah, and there he he was like a hundredths off or tenths off or like right, yeah. right up, like just a little bit over. Um, but we should mention that when we're saying Ferrari is being dominant, it's really just been Charles, where Signs was notably behind leclerc throughout the whole weekend yeah um he he talked a lot about just struggling with the feel of the car and he was being incredibly humble i mean the dude came in second yeah ultimately in the race and talking about how he felt like it was a recovery and all this stuff i think he was beating him beating himself up a little too hard but i mean he was maybe four tenths three three to five tenths off leclerc the whole weekend so yeah that yeah, is there, that a, is there's a significant gap yeah and if it wasn't for what happened with the red bulls he still wouldn't have gotten yeah, second exactly. most likely so he, he they clearly have a better car than the red bull but he's just not he hasn't been able to pull out the speed he needs yeah. to get there um you know checo was again same not able to pull the same thing out of the Red Bull, but he was—he's been getting—he's been staying close behind. He was—he was in—he was qualified fourth. Yeah. Um, right behind Carlos Sainz, and then Lewis Hamilton, kind of, you know, there the, the Mercedes just has not been looking good. Yeah. The the Mercedes the Mercedes power unit as a whole this weekend was just absolutely struggling. Yeah, it looked bad. It, it seemed all their uh. All the other teams they supply engines for were at the back of the field, and they were. But we should also mention that those teams are having issues unrelated to the power unit as well. Okay, yeah. Like like McLaren's having their brake issue. Aston Martin, I believe, is having like their aerodynamics are just completely wrong. They've determined. I'm pretty sure that they're. There's like rumors they're building a spec B car that they're going to introduce in like three races. That's going to look yeah. I think it has to do with their side pod uh, design because it just looks weird. They had like the big vents, right? Yeah, it has that, but it also just looks oddly round. Like yeah, and then the Williams as well. Yeah, Williams. But apparently the Williams has unlocked. There's a lot of like locked in potential could be unlocked but yeah we'll see that's what sam because collins says yeah yeah but I, I just don't know how much there There was a lot of talk about the mercedes power unit teams like being down so low but again mercedes themselves were easily fifth and sixth like ahead of the rest of the pack yeah so yeah so if if that's mercedes having big problems like fifth and sixth like i don't know who's to say they're not easily back yeah, the, I I saw in the post race show they talked to Total Wolf, and he was like, "Yeah, it seems like it's a global issue right now, but we just need like engine tuning to fine tune our aerodynamics and all this stuff." But he said they they should be able to focus yeah. in. But they they asked him if if they thought 
they still had the the championship fight in it for the season and he was like ah well you know clearly anything can happen red bull <laughs> were the favorite coming into this weekend and they're leaving with zero points and then yeah <laughs> the interview ended <laughs> so i don't think i don't think he's realistically expecting to fight for the championship but again if events like what happened this weekend happen which yeah. we'll get to um then really anything's possible yeah definitely um, some other notable things from qualifying. Um, Valtteri Bottas. Oh, yeah. Everyone always forgets. Everyone always forgets. Everyone is making big fucking ado about fucking Valtteri Bottas qualifying right behind Lewis Hamilton. And what, what was your reaction when you saw that? I was like, hell yeah, go fucking Valtteri. Good shit, but... And then, and then how long until you remembered... <laughs> Remembered how long is, how long until you remembered that Valtteri always qualifies good and then oh, it's yeah. fucking dog shit <laughs> in and then, the races. And then what did I say? <laughs> Valtteri loses races on his starts. Yep. Drops back yeah. what? Fucking eight places right that, at the first lap. Did you see the aerial view of that start of his? Yeah, no, I didn't yet. Oh my god. Yeah, they, they showed it as a replay like really fast. It's insane. It looks like his car is stopped on the grid. <laughs> Because everything just swarms around him. That's and he just, just absolutely yeah. drops. Yeah, that's unfortunate for him. But I mean, he did bring it back. What did he, he finish like seventh or? Yeah, and that's okay. another thing is that he always somehow does that. Where like he's yeah. a, he's in like fourteenth all race, and then somehow he someone crashes, and then he ends up yeah like fight, fighting in a decent place at the end. Um, some other noticeable things from Quali is right behind Otas. K-Mag, baby. Oh, yeah. K-Mag is back. Haas is back, motherfucker. It's so hype. It's so hype. And he's... Someone has to be seventh, my dude. Yeah, dude. He he looks real happy, and that whole team looks hyped up and pumped for that that car. Yeah, Gunter looks like he's having the time of his life. K-Mag looks like he's the happiest man in the paddock. I saw K-Mag, like, going on the side of Hamilton. Like, what's happening? Yeah, what is happening, dude? We got Haas. We got Haas cars up here fighting with the big boys. That's incredible to see. And he kept pace the whole time. That that Haas might have something special in that. He had a couple driver errors, which if he didn't, like... He might have secured a fucking podium instead of Hamilton. Like, imagine, imagine Mazepin still in that car. How oh, fucking man. awful they'd be. Yeah, because uh, even Schumacher was struggling a bit. Like, yeah, yeah, because K Mag qualified in seventh place, and his teammate Mick Schumacher uh, qualified twelfth. Yeah. But, yeah, great, great effort from K Mag. What a comeback. Um, Let's just finish out Quali here. Um, we had Alonso in eighth, Russell in ninth, Gasly in tenth, Esteban Ocon in eleventh. Oh my God! Here's another fucking tragic story of the weekend. Lando Norris in thirteenth. Oh yeah. My God, McLaren. This is just McLaren a tragic McLaren are back um, markers, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alexander Albon in fourteenth. Um, Guan Yu Zhou in fifteenth. Yeah. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda sixteenth. Oh my God. <laughs> Or Hulkenberg, 17th. Aston Martin. Daniel Ricciardo, 18th. Danny Rick sucks. I mean, it sucks to say because I like him. He's one of the coolest drivers, but like... He didn't get practice time, to be fair. Exactly. To be fair. He didn't get practice time, and that car is looking rough. Like, Lando Norris also didn't finish. Oh, my God. 
well. So, yeah, I shouldn't say Danny Ricardo sucks because it's not really his fault, but it's just an unfortunate situation for since both starts of the like last two seasons for him have been terrible for McLaren. Like, and it just, it kind I feel like it's ruining his chances for his future. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's not good. But I, I I think McLaren has faith in him. Yeah. Um, and then our favorite driver, this podcast favorite driver. If you're if you listen to this podcast, you are also a fan of this driver, Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll, baby. Lance Stroll. He qualified in nineteenth. Big nineteenth. He qualified behind <laughs> Nico Hulkenberg, a man stepping in for Sebastian Vettel, who got COVID, which we didn't mention because that yeah. happened in between. Seb Vettel. Last episode in this one. He's probably not missing got COVID. He's probably not missing that car. I I would not doubt it. I I think he felt all right missing out in this race. Um, But yeah, rounding out out the last place is, uh, of course, Nicholas Latifi. Because everyone forgets he's there. Not surprising. (laughs) Right. Let's talk about it, dude. That race. That race. That race. That race. That race. Crazy, dude. Crazy. Oh man! Just out the gate. Um, yeah, right out the gate. Immediately, we mentioned Bottas fucking botches the start. Botches start. Leclerc gets a good start. Max Verstappen gets a decent start. He tries yeah. to make the jump on Leclerc, but I don't think he can. Leclerc keeps ahead. Yeah. Um, Leclerc Lewis, cut to the inside. Lewis jumps Checo though. Yeah, he got Checo at the start, and then I and think that's Checo something got him he, back. Yeah, Checo got him back like on like lap 13 yeah that's actually something he mentioned in his post-race interview where the mercedes was looking really good off rip right at the start both him and russell were looking really racy. yeah he had a I think really russell, nice start russell jumped a couple pace, uh, places as well he was they were like keeping up with the ferraris and red bull mm-hmm. then lewis said like it just hit a certain point where they just disappeared off in the distance yeah. and they just could not they could not keep up anymore um yeah, I think it's just the consistency on Mercedes' car with the por- porpoising. It's just not level yet, so they're yeah. just losing those few tenths right there, I think. Yeah, that's a, that's something I definitely know. Like, this is, again, this is the first race with these new cars, and that's something, like, we're now kind of learning, is that obviously there's going to be new problems that these cars have, and... The porpoising is one. And it's also very clear that these cars are they're aerodynamically able to follow, follow each other a lot better. But tire degradation, um, engine overheating, brakes overheating is still a reality. It's yeah, still something they exactly. have to deal with. So they still can't be constantly fighting. Like, like, all, like, I learned that a lot of these regulations, this new era shit, it's not really so much that it's new but it's just solutions to things like yeah they're just having to find solutions to work around these regulations you know yeah yeah it's, a, it's a, an engineering problem basically and and they're trying to solve it and yeah. keep the car fast exactly. and because that's the thing is like with the problem with the porpoising right like it's not like these guys don't know how to fix that right like like yeah. mercedes aston martin these people affected with the porpoising the most they know how to fix it. Yeah. But the, you just the raise the height, it, you know? Yeah, but, exactly. But doing that will slow the car down so much that they're fucked. Yeah. You lose so the it's about It's about finding a solution that works and keeps you fast. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I guess Ferrari, Ferrari and Red Bull hit the box on that, but Red they Bull did. got some serious work to do with that reliability. How? Because I've noticed this in past years, they're yeah, their whole cars just sh- they'll just shut off randomly. They'll yeah. just like die. Like I've noticed that. Like Perez's last year, I think the first race that happened, like his steering wheel just like shut off, and then you eventually got it working again. Yeah, but, I think he did have some a technical issue like that. Um, it's weird. But yeah, so, so so they got a bunch of little little issues that everyone's gonna be be working on trying to fix. Um, another one that I noticed is yeah, I had to pit a lot in this race. Yeah, that was a th- at least was three times. Crazy, and it seemed like the harder tires had like a really tough time heating up. Yeah, I, we don't know if that was just a Mercedes thing. But like, damn, uh, Hamilton threw on those hards. Dude, just looked like he was on the fucking like an ice skating rink. He was Dude, sliding that all over. First corner, he was like, man, I'm surprised he didn't spin. Yeah, that was that was crazy. But that that that's actually really exciting because you know you you can't just like if someone's coming down the long straight, the main mm-hmm. straight, and you're coming out of the pit. And like you kind of squeak past them, just just last second, like you don't have the traction to keep that place. So like, the car behind will eventually like get it back, I think, which is cool. Like, but it's yeah, also it, it like it could change strategy a lot. Yeah, it's also like, well, how fast can the person coming out of the pit like warm those tires up and like yeah, fight yeah, that really position? get them going? And what compound are they using? Um, but yeah. Most of these cars, I think everyone did three stops, right? At least three, yeah. I think, yeah, Jimmy, I don't know, did Lewis Jimmy. do more because he was off that hard? Or was it just three for Lewis? I think, I think he did three because he just went to a set of mediums after the... Oh, oh, no, they all did four because of the safety car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or, or maybe... So, they, so Lewis did four, maybe some of them did four because of the safety tires car. tires a fucking lot. Like, yeah, so I don't know, again, because Bahrain's hot, but it was a night track. Yeah. So, who knows? These 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 cars might be shredding up these tires. Maybe Pirelli did a bad pick because you know Pirelli's kind of dog shit at everything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, who knows? It, it's interesting. There's just a, we've come out of this with, with with a lot of questions. Um. But we did see a lot of great stuff like that. Fucking Leclerc and Max. Back and forth. Oh man, you want to you, you want to talk us through that? What what happened? Oh, there? that was so cool. It was just lap. It was just a sequence. I forgot when it was in the race, but it was just a sequence of like three or four laps, just back to back. Them fighting at the first corner, like first few corners, just overtaking each other, and it was it was a spectacle. Like for a first race back, and there and. This new era is claiming closer racing, better racing. That was it right there. Like that was it. Yeah, that was what yeah. everyone was waiting for. I think it was like the early twenties. I want to say yeah. like around like for, for like like what lap it was. But yeah, basically going into the first corner, you had Max using DRS and fl- and going past Leclerc, he was sending but like, it. But here's the thing: Leclerc in his post race yeah. interview said like, "Yeah, I was breaking early." To yeah, let he him said pass. that. And then Leclerc was grabbing the DRS, DRS in the next yep. DRS zone. And then I think it's going into turn four. Then Leclerc would send past, and they traded back and forth like that for like yeah. three laps. It, and it, it, it was just, yeah. it was so hype. It seems like it's way more 
driver-oriented to, to make these moves stick because they were saying, like, the DRS isn't as strong because the slipstream yeah. isn't as good. So, like... Yeah, it, it looked like it wasn't as strong. Yeah. But that Ferrari had some fucking speed oh, yeah. at approaching, dude. It, oh, it just yeah. caught up to that Red Bull every time. So and you're, like you're saying, it does come down to the driver because... Max had to stop pushing because he fucking flat spotted his tire. So it was yeah. like, all right, yeah, can't do it anymore. Yep, pushed too hard. Now he now he fucked up. Yeah, and then he fell that, back. Yeah, that that was like great piece of evidence that what this these aerodynamic changes sought out to do mm-hmm. seems to have have at least worked a little bit, and we'll we'll see where it goes from there. Because this is just one track. There's 20 other iterations of possibilities. Yeah. 20 other tests that these cars are going to be like. Next, into. next week, we got a crazy track, which. Jetta. Uh, there wasn't so much overtaking, just on that back, back straight, maybe. Yeah. I, I feel like the Red Bull could be really good on this track. Yeah. But, all, but also the Mercedes, because that's one thing Total Wolf said in his post-race interview was that they they were running like extra extra drag yeah and mercedes is a lot more slender yeah um, so but i imagine that raw ferrari power is probably gonna could. gonna carry which actually brings into something else speaking of ferrari power i, I noticed it around lap 27 this is when i i noticed that the bottom six were all the mercedes customer teams and all the ferrari power teams were absolutely flying it and then like five laps later crofty said the same thing yeah but like yeah they were fucking all the mercedes teams were fucking just way down there yeah. mercedes the teams using the mercedes power but again i it, it they are they all do have their own issues like yeah right from the start mclaren we haven't mentioned them at all in this really but mclaren was just floundering yeah mclaren yeah that was not a not a good race at all them fortunate result they, they, it, they just had no performance i wonder yeah. if they were like managing their speed because they just couldn't they couldn't yeah. like overheat it too and much because like, of the brakes i don't know that but, that car just seems very basic to me like there hasn't been mm-hmm. much talk about it to be but honest they, like technically they had some good wise. they had some good lap times yeah in, in testing yeah i mean lando norris topped the times like the the pre-testing like two weeks ago but Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, that braking problem and just, just maybe the development is lacking. I don't know, but yeah, because they did they have were, to they do were a lot in, of work last year on their car. So. Yeah, they were bottom five like the whole race, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ricardo was nineteenth, or he was Jeez. last at one point for a little while. Yeah. yeah, and I think Lando was last at one point too. Yeah, but yeah, because because McLaren had to had to put that new Mercedes engine in their car last year and totally build the car differently around that. So yeah, now they got to do it that again for this one. And the, and the new one might be dookie. Yeah. Because that's the thing is ev- there's a big, like uh, everyone makes big, um, everyone like speaks bigly about the aerodynamic changes this season, but there were engine changes as well. Mm-hmm. They do have to use like biofuel. Um, yeah. And like, like 10% of it or something like that. So there, there is some some slight differences there as well. So some some engine changes were required to be made. Yeah, I, um, I want to say just like for Haas, like just Im- impressed and happy for 
for Haas because uh, I hope Mick Schumacher can pull something out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he's got it in him. You know, it's yeah. still a new car. He's still he's a rookie in that car now. So like, yeah, yeah, that is true. This is like a second know, rookie so, season. Yeah, for him. So it's still tough for them, but, but yeah, Haas did well. Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu, how they're calling him now? Because I don't know, like, yeah, I thought his I, first name was Guan Yu. Well, that's like a thing, like Joe or Guan Yu Joe or so. Like, um, first and last names. I'm not sure where he's. He's Chinese, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think like because like first and last names. I think they say the last name first. Okay. But so I think his name is Zhou Guan Yu. But I I always thought the pronunciation was Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah. But then Crofty just this past weekend just started saying Joe Guan Yu. Because his that's the first time I've heard someone say it like that. His three initials is Z H O, I think. Like Joe for his last yeah. name. Like in the race. But they've all they've been just saying it like Joe Guan Yu this whole time. I'm gonna I'm just gonna look up a fucking interview but, and see if he says honestly, his fucking name. Like, I'm really impressed with him. He honestly hasn't like set a foot wrong like in any of the yeah. practice sessions like compare compare his introduction to yuki's like yeah he didn't he didn't set the world on fire this weekend no, no, but no. i mean he he didn't score a point. scored a point he scored a point yeah he didn't he didn't spin in everyone's way he didn't cause a disaster he was like, good he had some really solid clean overtakes like yeah he no, was, that, 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 that was actually quite impressive radar, but i think he could be like really good formula one driver in the future yeah i honestly i think everyone on the everyone except latifi yeah <laughs> and, and some would argue lance stroll but you know i think he's stroll the best driver the on the grid man. i think he should stay around forever but, but honestly it's it's still it's still so much up to the car like yeah. even if you are a good driver if your team is last like you can't do anything you're literally you're yeah. just hard locked there you're yeah, because I mean, like, clearly, Alex Albin Albin was doing good, but the Williams yeah. was just dog shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just you really got to hit on performance. Be up there, or you're not. Like, that's that's the yeah. sport. And then there's uncontrollable things like reliability issues. Yeah. Which, let's talk about that because on lap 45, Pierre Gasly. You're just watching this race, and then it just hard cuts to the exact same location where Roman Grosjean fucking crashed yeah. in a oh fireball. Oh, God. The exact same spot. It just cuts to fucking Pierre Gasly, like, flailing and jumping out that of a fucking the burning F1 spot, car. Huh? And I, I jumped back in my seat. I was not ready for that. Yeah, that was uh, he, that he was, he was perfectly fine, and he climbed yeah, out. But, but it was such, like, an instantaneous yeah, but, cut but, to that. But the way he, like, the, his speed, like, getting out, I thought it was worse, but... I guess it was yeah. just his car on fire. Yeah, the angle and the way he was moving to get out. I mean, obviously he's moving like his fucking car's on yeah, fire because yeah. his fucking car's yeah. on fire. But it looked like his like cockpit was in flames. Yeah, yeah, that was sketchy. A tri triple Red Bull DNF. Yes. So, so let's talk about that. So Gasly's car does that. Out comes virtual safety car. Then out comes the full safety car. And so everyone comes in and pits. And was it the safety car pit where Verstappen then started complaining about the steering problems afterwards? I think, yeah, I think right after he pitted, 
he was saying his steering was heavy in the corners or something. And so, so I, we now know what happened with that. Oh, okay. So during during his pit stop, um, so you know how like on on like the wheels going into like the front nose, there's all those bars. Um. Yes. Like yeah, like yeah, all yeah. like the bars like connecting like the the wheels to the nose like going yeah. into the car. Um. One of those got like bent during the pit stop as they were like uh, putting on the on the wheels, so it completely fucked up his driving. Okay. That's and so then that so it wasn't like a power steering problem, uh, and so this safety car is going. Um, Max starts complaining about that, and then it takes a long time to get the car back in because basically the stewards aren't allowed to touch the car unless the green lights around like the top of the car are showing. Because what that means is that the battery isn't charged and isn't gonna fucking electrocute you. Because there's more than enough charge in these cars to kill somebody. So that's why you always see the drivers also jump out of the cars. They don't climb out the cars because they're not supposed to touch the ground in the car at the same time because they can get electrocuted. They have to stand up on the car and then jump off without touching it. And so the stewards were looking at the car and it didn't have the green lights. They weren't sure if it was charged. So it took a long time to get the the safety car back in. Um, Safety car goes back in. Race restarts. Max immediately starts like complaining about losing battery and then like his race engineer was like nah man it's fine and max is like no it's literally not nah, fine he's it's... like he, he's like screaming it sounds like he's like yeah, crying yeah dude. no he, he was, was like he he was having a little temper temper tantrum there he, yeah he was he was really losing it um and then he just dropped like an absolute rock carlos yeah. signs carlos signs like car just him. shut off car just shut off like yeah his, it, at his first just... he was losing power but then it just shut off he just he yeah. limped into the pits like he just rolled back into the pits. He was lucky because probably would have been another safety car. Yeah, yeah, it, it happened at like the perfect spot really. And so then Carlos signs sales pass, and at that point it is a Ferrari one two. Checo is in third, and Lewis Hamilton is now on the hunt. He is yeah. close behind. He's within DRS range because these cars can follow so closely. So he's already there. And he's just chasing down Checo, and he can't catch him. Like, no. that, that, that's one thing that should be mentioned is the Red Bull was ahead. Yeah. And Checo's just turning the corner. And the, I've never, honestly, I haven't seen anything yeah. like this, I think. Maybe like one other time. He's just turning the corner, and the car just fucking shuts off. Shuts and off, just, and, the, he just and just spins, spins around. And, of course, luckily, these guys are fucking masterclass drivers. Lewis Hamilton can react to that yeah. somehow. And sweep around, and they all able to just sweep around, and Checo's just dead in the water right there yep. in the middle of the track. And so this race ended with a Ferrari one-two. We called it last week. Our boy Chuck. You boy called Chuck it. Got you the called w. it. That was all you. I mean, Chuck, Ch- Chuck and Carl. No, that, that we'll, we'll take that Charles as a podcast. Charles Leclerc. That's a collective call. Yeah. Um. The one-two for Ferrari. That's and like, a Lewis Hamilton podium. And, and a Lewis Hamilton un, unexpected podium. I, I I honestly think if you go back and listen, I think we did say too. I bet Lewis is going to sweep up some thirds because yeah. Red Bull and Ferrari are going to take each oh, other yeah. out. But we didn't expect them to take each yeah. other out this way. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Red Bulls just took themselves out. <laughs> yeah, the Red, but, the uh, Honda, the Honda took the Red yeah, Bull out. But uh. But yeah, George Russell coming in for fourth. He made a recovery. Four. Like 
amazing Magnuson and Fifth. Yeah, Magnus and Fifth, like a Haas fighting. Like, that's awesome. Love to see that. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of teams, there was hype around a lot of teams expecting to be up there and expecting to be fast. But, you know, yeah. Magnus and Al- Alpha Romeo is looking good too because yeah. Otas finished sixth mm-hmm. after everything. After, like, complete dog shit, he ended up finishing yeah. sixth. Um, Yuki Sonoda finishing the points. Both Alpines finishing the points. Yeah, Alpines. I did. I think Alpines did pretty much exactly what everyone was expecting. They would finish. But, yeah. Uh, both both close close to each yeah. other in their own little section, yeah. pretty much. Like that eighth to like twelfth zone. Yeah. But uh, um. But yeah, a lot of just again those Mercedes powered cars just did not make sucks. it into the points. It's unfortunate for McLaren, Aston Martin, you know, Williams. Red Bull. It's unfortunate yeah. for fucking Red Bull, Red Bull. too, this race. Yeah, but I mean, they're fast. They just they just have their own problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they'll recover, no problem. Yeah. Um, and we should also mention that Max, in his post-race, um, in the post-race show, I think he said that from from what they... They've been able to see so far. It seemed like a fuel pump issue. Yeah, so I just, just saw that actually. The 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 car just wasn't pumping enough fuel to the fucking the engine. But that seems mm. crazy to be something that like degrades over time. Yeah. Right, because you would think that like, wouldn't be something, and like also just totally shuts the car off. Like yeah, I don't know. How is there not any like signal to the wheel? If your fuel pump is like just yeah, because you would think the fuel pump would just be like it would be slowly going away. I would think it wouldn't just drop off completely. Like I would think, I would think just your car would just start sputtering and like yeah, it would just die like that. But it was a yeah, that's the thing. It it wasn't like a sputter. It was just a it was just an instant shut off. And I think that's why they were so concerned about the battery because that seems like a battery issue, like an electric, like an electrical issue or something like that. It's interesting. But I mean, he, hey. He said it was fuel pump. No, I mean, they keep shit secret all the time. Yeah, that is yeah, true. That can't. is true. But yeah, Max is like, yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah, it's, it's no the problem. fuel pump. No yeah, problem, it's the fuel right? pump. Let's, let's, let's go with that. Yeah, it's the fuel pump. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. It is going to be a spicy season. I'm, season I'm, predicting the, I'm predicting the Ferrari win. Charles Leclerc, looking, Chuck is Chuck is gonna be our driver's champion. It's looking strong right now off the bat, just because Red Bull have zero points on the board. Yeah. So like, if that's their main competitor, shit, they got reliability on them. They're golden, you know. Oh yeah, and we should also mention Ferrari fans going absolutely wild. Yeah. Just oh, fucking yeah. cars stopped in the fucking streets of Maranello. Just. Flags waving, the fucking they the Tifosi it. are out. The fucking the Tifosi are literally like the Ferrari fucking Sardaukar, <laughs> which that which that that that's a deep dune. That's not a deep yeah. dune cut, but that that's a dune reference right there for you guys. Um, literally the Ferrari Sardaukar. They they deserve it though, because they had those rough two years. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely deserve it, it's, and it's great to see. It's really great to Man. see because. If Mercedes recovers, if Red Bull fixes their reliability issues, if AMAG keeps improving, like we could have some serious, serious yeah. competition this Imagine year. Imagine a Ferrari 
one, two in fucking Monza. That's that's where they're that's where it is, right? Monza's yeah. the Tafosi track. Yeah, Mo- yeah, no, yeah. That that would be that'd, that'd be insane. insane. It'd be bigger than when Max won in the Netherlands. Yeah. The fucking Ferrari people would go absolutely they nuts. Would go crazy. What, dude, you know, at the end, it was like one of the interviews. I don't know if it was Carlos or Charles saying it. I think it was Carlos, but it was like, yeah, like, you know, this is where we want to be. This is where Ferrari should be. And it was like, it hit right there. Like, Ferrari yeah. are back. Like, yeah, I think that was Carlos who said yeah, that. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, even Lewis was like, hey, it's good to see Ferrari back. Beast of a team. Like, you know, like, yeah. like literally legends. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't be mad about Ferrari. Like, unless you're just a salty bitch, you can't be mad about yeah, I, Ferrari. I, I heard a stat, know? like, I think one of the practice sessions was qualifying, but it was, uh, oh, Ferrari potentially going for 17th constructors or 27th? Yeah. yeah. Like, something, something crazy. crazy. Like, they've been around forever, dude. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. It's just, they've been around forever. Next week, we got, a. Uh, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Yep. Interesting second race choice because it is, yeah, that's it's a crazy hard track. One. It'll be a real test. That'll be a yeah. Let's see. Test. Let's see if that problem of these tires heating up again yeah. comes back. Because I mean, and coming trying to heat up tires on this track when everyone's oh, yeah. going max speed and like trying to fight for a corner when your tires are fucking like ice slide into and a wall. Coming full speed. Fucking, yeah, it'll be rough. Yeah, that could be bad. But but we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so so let's just let's just talk about a couple news stories. Nothing nothing really big. We already talked about Gran Turismo seven, so we we can count that off. Yeah. Oh, um, one one just addition of GT seven. I heard like since it's an online only game, I heard their servers were down for like thirty yes. plus hours or something. We didn't mention that. We should have we should have talked about that in the microtransaction thing. I actually even mentioned that it's always online. Yeah. And I was planning on bringing that up, but I just totally forgot. Yes, their servers went down and people weren't able to access the game and they didn't say anything yeah. for like 30 hours. Yeah, that, that's not cool. Like, Yeah, that's not good. Especially for like people that do buy those packs. Like, First of all, you bought the $70 game. It was 70 yeah. right? Yeah, full 70 Yeah, 70 full $70. And like if you bought packs on top of that, like you should be able to play and a I'll, game whenever you damn want. Yeah, and all it all it takes is a server outage and you your your seventy dollars is now nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. Like which like that makes you con which then because like, like especially that makes you just immediately think of, oh wait, oh yeah, this is all tied to a server. Yeah. What's going to happen when they shut off this server? Exactly, you know? I'm just paying $70 for access to a server. It makes but no I mean, sense. But at, at that point, they could just put out a patch that's just like, okay, now you don't need to connect to the server, but then what if you don't have internet to connect to the server to download the patch? Yeah. Then you don't. Then you can't play the... But you know, but you know what they'll do, because they did this at GT Sport, is they'll be, they'll release Gran Turismo 7 Complete Edition, and it comes with all the DLC cars, and you can play it offline, Jimmy. You can play it offline. That's uh, totally what they'll do. Yeah. A little unfortunate there. But hey. Yeah. 
still a fun game. That is the future we have all signed up for, my friend. Just fucking microtransaction server mm-hmm. nonsense. I mean, there's a reason all these fucking billion and trillion dollar mega corporations are getting into video games. Yep. It's not because they think video games are cool. Microsoft doesn't care about video games because they love video games. They care about video games because it's fucking cash money, my friend. It is cash money, and we are fucking hogs who will just it's a straight scoop printer. it up and just fucking shove it into our fucking stomachs, dude. And we love it. That's what we're here for, baby. And, and this esports shit, like, dude, you don't even have to host events in person anymore. You get someone to run OBS, an OBS stream, and commentate yeah. that shit, and it's done. Yeah. Yeah, you have people this, compete this. at their house. Like speaking of esports, let's talk about fucking Fortnite. You want to talk oh, about Fortnite? Sure, dude. I haven't heard it's, anything it's, in, on this game in a couple years. So, all right, this might interest you. This this might okay. actually interest you because for its new season, Fortnite Chapter Three. I think it's season one or two. I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> I've literally played it once. Um, I, this is just really interesting. For its new season, Fortnite has removed building from its main mode. Interesting. Yeah. I, okay, I see yeah. exactly what they're doing here. They just want people to come back to it or new mm-hmm. players to try it. Because yeah. right now I'm oh. at the point where I would never play Fortnite because I'm not tuned on building. Like I used to sweat it hardcore, but bro, bro, like, bro. Okay. I'm going to send you this the picture from the article because I'd it's play so that. It's I'd so fucking play funny. That. Actually, no, I'm just going to send you the article. Just look at the picture on the uh like that's the main um, like image for the article. You can actually see it in the thumbnail. It's just a giant red no sign yeah. through a blueprint. It I says no that. building at the top. And then a third time it says all battle, no building. And then another time it says building has been wiped out. It's up to the resistance to get it back. Jump in with your squad and help the seven uncover the imagined orders and various plans. It says no building like four times on yeah. the screen. Like they're, they're trying to make it very clear. Like, hey, come back. Come back. Look, the thing you all hate. The thing a I bunch of you hate. That. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I had no idea about it. You should have never told me. (laughs) I got your ass. But honestly, I don't. I don't even play shooters, but or anymore, really. But there's like a dope Doctor Strange costume. Oh, sick! (laughs) Yeah, they got fucking every superhero in the in the world on that game. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That could be could be interesting. Fortnite without building. Yeah, you, sh- you should play it and let me know. I'll try it and come. I'd have to re-download it, obviously. But Jimmy, I've played Fortnite twice, and yeah. the building honestly seemed like the worst part. I used to. Enjoy I will play, it, but I will play Fortnite yeah, with you. That's that's probably the only thing that would hold me back from playing it is just because I wouldn't want to build. Like, this but I'd probably a, try this, it. Yeah, this is a new podcast, so. Nobody knows how how anti battle royale I've been. I don't hate them. I just never really got into any. I've yeah. literally like I'm not exaggerating when I say I've played Fortnite twice. Yeah, but yeah. Jay, I always I, tried you, to get if you want to try this to play it, but he never. You want to try this? <laughs> I might. I might. Yeah, I used to really like battle royales, but nah, they're they're super overdone now. I think 
something new needs to come along or they just do a different variant. Like Elden Ring, Elden Ring Battle Royale. All right. All right. So, yeah, let's move on from that. Um, something else I want to talk about is there is another PlayStation exclusive game that is coming out this month. Oh, really? Yes. It's also coming to PC, but uh, you'll, pro- you'll probably remember when I say the name, but Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, yeah. I've heard of this. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo is coming. And uh, just earlier this week, like on Monday, um, the press released their final previews for the game. They they got to play like the first four hours, and there was actually some confusion as well, where some places had it mixed up that the the straight up review embargo was lifting at that time when mm. the when the preview embargo lifted. So some places posted their full review of the game. <laughs> oh damn! Yeah, one was like an eight out of ten. The other one was a ten out of ten. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so I mean that that bodes well. Um. But the game actually looks pretty interesting. Again, it's another spell-casting action game. This one's first-person, unlike the other one we talked about, which is Forspoken, which is third-person. Yep. Um, it looks pretty cool. Uh, it has a bunch of different graphics modes, performance RT, all this stuff. But one thing that was like universally praised, it's a, again, it's another way. I feel like it's happened every time where it's like, oh, this game coming out, this has the best DualSense features yet. Yeah. And people are saying that again about this game. So. Yeah. Could be. I'm interested. Could be. Could be, could be a good one. Pick it up. Yeah, it I'm all seemed pretty glowing, but I think rev- the game comes out next week. I want to say. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So reviews are probably pretty soon. Not too long after that. Yeah. Um, on top of that, there was also a Hogwarts Legacy State of Play, oh. which happened happened on Thursday. We saw 14 minutes of that game. Right up top, I just want to say, fuck J.K. Rowling. <laughs> uh she's a piece of shit. Uh I don't give a fuck about Harry Potter. I never read those books. Uh yeah, fuck them. The thing I always liked was the visual style yeah. of the movies. That's pretty I think much JK it. Yeah, JK Rowling's like a transphobic piece of shit, so she can go fuck herself. Like, but the world is cool, you know. Yeah, it's I mean cool at the end idea. of the day, this game does look kind of dope. Uh the fucking open world looks sick. Uh building your own wizard look fucking dope. Yeah, it looked pretty um, that's, uh, again. I, I liked the visual style of those movies. And I was talking to him, um, Jeremy about this, our buddy Jeremy. Yep. And I was like, I like the visual style of Harry Potter and the world of Harry Potter. I just didn't give a fuck about Harry Potter, like his yeah. Luke Skywalker fucking Neo ass yeah. story. Like I've seen it a million times. I don't give a fuck about the chosen one. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. So th- yeah. this seems way more interesting. Um, building your own wizard fucking... The open world looks dope as fuck. You you really like the the broom flying? Yeah, that, right? that that was just that just looked cool to me. I, I yeah, love, you were sold as soon I as I love you saw all that. types of shit like that. Like I just I just want a straight game where I could just wingsuit around like like some Just Cause Three shit. Oh yeah, Just Cause is dope. I mean, yeah, they had like flying griffins. You could like mix mix and match your different spells and like change up your combat yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, I was. Really I will impressed. say the drip. The drip, yeah. dog shit. Oh uh, yeah, absolute dog shit. I wasn't shit. British. Much British there. people it's have just no robes drip. and rags, like fucking British people. And it's eighteen nineties. Like, dude, you could just bloodborne it. Yeah. just go like less some dirty bloodborne. Leather, but like, like some dope looking shit. But nah, maybe there, maybe there's some cool ma- shit. Magical Brits have no drip at all, dude. 
But yeah, like you were saying, yeah, I don't care anything about really the story of Harry Potter or Harry Potter himself. Like, just the atmosphere, like the the setting is super cool, and that works perfect for a game. Like they were saying, like, yeah. like this is the this is the Harry Potter game people have been waiting like twenty years for. So. Yeah, and I hope it has some. We were talking about this as well. I hope it has some like bully style yeah. mechanics. Where I don't know if anyone out there has played the game, the Rockstar game Bully on the PS2. And I think it got released recently on like all the new stuff as well. Um, but it basically, like, Bully, there's a clock going at all times. So like you have like you you would have a class at 9 a.m., but you could skip the class and go do other stuff. But if you went to class, you can learn new skills. Yeah. and all this different shit and it does seem like they're incorporating a lot of stuff like you can make friends with other students yeah. and go on I, adventures with them i hope if they do that that it's just interactive enough where it's like you want to do it and it's not just a stupid yeah. add-on like oh yeah yeah because they could really fall short with that but if it's like it's well done like that'll be really because you could be like, oh, I could go to class, or I could just go like yeah. finesse something real quick, like which which, which is also mission, another thing that uh, Persona does, which yeah, I'm a exactly. huge Persona fan. I like, played Persona three, four, and five, and and Persona does has a lot of aspects of that, like balancing mention. your your life, your social life, and your fucking just grinding out yeah. dungeons, dude. Yeah, like sometimes I'm like, yo, man, fuck homework. I gotta grind some dungeons, dude. And like it's that's cool the dopest that. shit. It's cool to have that option because most games yeah. are like pure freedom. Like you're just like yeah. doing shit anyways because you can. But yeah, but yeah, that that would yeah, be a cool idea. That should be cool. The, the game, the game looked interesting. A lot of cool, different anime designs. I just hope the story's not dog shit, and I hope it doesn't dissolve into what every Star Wars like property and adaptation is, where it's mm -hmm. like okay. Okay, here's what we did, guys. We we wrote this dark and gritty story in Star Wars, and it's new, and there's all these new characters and all these new events. But oh, the last five minutes, Darth Vader shows up, and oh my god, he's fucking coming under this fucking lightsaber, and <laughs> Luke Skywalker's throwing fucking rocks at Yoda. Like literally every single Star Wars thing has to just devolve into everything you've ever seen before, yeah. every single time. Yeah. And I hope to God that this game just doesn't turn into like. Oh, there's Voldemort now, and Voldemort's fucking. He's oh, fucking, they actually follow fucking, like the movie yeah. shit like fully, and they're just because like, I know this takes place yeah. way before, and it would just suck if this game like ended right where like the like just like Cause as are, a setup for are, the movie. Are that, all that those main so characters stupid. still like in the game? Are all those main characters like in there? No, this takes place in the 1890s. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so and, yeah, so... And Harry Potter is, like, relatively modern. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So if it's, like, different, it, it should be fine. So but. so it's, like, a hundred years before, which means, like, but again, these characters live for ages. Like, they yeah. live for so long. So they could be setting up a lot of the events of the story we just talked about that we don't give a fuck about. So yeah. I hope it doesn't devolve into that, but we won't know until... We play it. I think yeah. we both probably will end up playing it. It's I'll coming just, out this year. I'll just plan it for some sick spell casting, like mm -hmm. finesse exploration too. Because I mean, it does look it, pretty good visually. Like that's that's three spell casting action RPGs. Yeah, we got we got coming out in twenty twenty two. Ghostwire Tokyo, Forspoken, and this. Yeah, yeah, and I'm about to actually pick up uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands this week. 
Oh, you are. That. Okay, that's interesting. There's a spellcaster fucking oh my class God. You're on just, that. So, okay, so you're feeding some spellcasting. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it looks, it looks I got pretty you. decent. I might play it. I Why did you tell me you were picking up Tiny Tina's? I, I would play it. I'd play that shit. I might pick it's it It's fucking up. co-op. I just don't know if I want to drop. Like, I think, I don't know if it's 70. It's 70. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is 70. And it was supposed to be DLC. It's like a standalone mm-hmm. DLC. But then they were like, oh, this is we could sell this for 70 like what they said was like oh my god we realized we had we had more ambitions than we thought and we wanted to make a full game but in reality it was like let's sell it for 70 (laughs) everything else let's sell it for 70 (laughs) smoking a cigar in a dark room and his dumbasses will buy it (laughs) and we will looks pretty sick looks pretty sick all right, so that's fucking Hogwarts. That's thing. Okay, last last gaming news story. This one's just depressing. It's another one of these, man. Um, it came out that are you familiar with the Ori, Ori games? Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps. I never it's played like, them. I've heard of them, and I I think I know what they look like. It's like the girl with the black hair, right? No, no, no. It's like a two D platformer. You play like a little white like rabbit looking uh, thing. Oh, okay, okay, that. And it looks looks like a cartoon. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like a giant owl was in yeah. like a lot of the yeah, trailers. Yeah. Um, well, it came out that the developers are assholes. <laughs> Abusive assholes. Oh, damn. The management of the studio were like making crazy jokes about like genociding Jewish people and like. Jesus. Yeah. No, they were saying like just making like sexist jokes and then like saying it's part of the culture and just making just again more just dog shit people and like and to the point that the management was so fucked up like microsoft funded the first two ori games and they would have funded their next game but because microsoft found out that the management was such dog shit they Mm -hmm. passed so they literally (laughs) ruined getting a check from microsoft because they were pieces of shit so like imagine that imagine you work at a game developer and you already have to deal with your bosses being assholes, but then on top of that, them being assholes leads to your business possibly getting yeah. fucked. Like your your career getting damaged. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's stupid. There needs to be like some more unionization, more oversight on these gaming companies because yeah, it's like that's not the healthy. They're, they're all work from home, so everyone thought that like, yeah. oh, it's it's not going to be as oppressive because it's an entire remote studio, like. Everyone works in different places around the world. Yeah. But no, even still, they're still fucking psychos. Yeah. People can still be oppressive like that and still just have insane expectations of workers, <laughs> of human beings who are yeah. producing this shit for you and who don't see a fraction of like the actual money it makes. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. All right. Last thing I just wanted to talk about, um, and then we'll get out of here. All right. Um, I hear my dog barking. I got to go take him <laughs> out. The motherfucker just woke up. Um, just real quick. Um, Moon Moon Knight's coming out soon. The the new Marvel show. Okay. Um, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. First social media reactions are coming out, and it sounds really good. I know social media reactions from movies are usually like bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, this one sounds interesting. A lot of them are saying like it doesn't feel tied to any of the other Marvel stuff. It just feels like standalone show. Nice. And it looks looks pretty dark and interesting. It's coming March thirtieth, so like ten days it starts. Oh, sweet, six episode miniseries. That's easy easy think, to bang out. I think it should be good. I think we should check it out and do like a yeah. review. 
Yeah, definitely. I'll look into that. Any uh any like movies coming out soon? Any new movies? Not that I can think of. We should go yeah. see that X movie. Oh yeah, I'm down for that. That looked interesting. But I don't know. I, I'm not sure if there's any anything coming out soon. But in terms of shows, it's really just Moon Knight coming out, and Moon Knight yeah. seems like it's about to be a banger. Yeah, in terms of coming soon, we should we should still go see Uncharted. <laughs> oh gosh. Like I wanna see it, but I could also be totally fine never seeing it. <laughs> uh, I gotta make you watch it. Oh my god, we Morbius. Morbius is coming out. Do you remember Morbius? Jared Leto's yeah. Morbius? Hey, yeah. hey, do you wanna go see Morbius? Hey, Morbius uh, is coming out. Do you remember uh, Morbius? So cringe. That was so like, I mean, it a, looks a new, cool, but like, you know, Morbius is like a Spider-Man villain, right? Oh, oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. So that's the whole thing is because like, you know how Sony has the rights to Spider-Man, but not all of, like the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. So basically Sony is making a bunch of their own like Spider-Man universe movies, which is yeah. why we're getting movies like Venom and this where they're making movies just based off villains. Yeah. And, and so literally on the Morbius poster is they're desperate to get people to come see it and like have people realize it's a Marvel thing. The, the tagline is a new Marvel legend arrived. <laughs> like just desperate to oh, associate it with Marvel in any way possible. That's silly. That is silly. Oh, oh I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog two is coming out. <laughs> if we just want to die. But yeah, culture is just dead right now. Everything yeah. is just death. F1. <laughs> it's F1 season. That's F- what we Yeah, do. F1 and Elden Ring. Yeah. Everything else is just dog shit being fed to us right yeah. now. Dude, Morbius literally comes out on April 1st. It's literally an April Fool's <laughs> joke, that movie. That movie is like a, as a concept, Good. as they're releasing Good. it, they're releasing it on Leto April Fool's Day. Good, honestly, because fuck Jared Leto. Uh, I mean, I... I I was going to say something else, but is there even anything else we could end on that's better than that? No. Morbius is literally releasing on April Fool's Day. Good. It couldn't be more of a joke. Good joke. Good joke. They knew. Ugh. At least they know. They knew. At least Hopefully they know. At they least they're know. on it. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them the benefit of the doubt that they know their shit. So what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I think Jared Leto had an article. Like a, he did an interview with Variety where he was like, well, if Morbius doesn't make any money, we already know why. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, because nobody wants to fucking see it. Yeah. Like, nobody cares. Yeah. Ugh. But, man, we got F1 we're looking forward to. Fucking, we're going to finish out Elden Ring. Let's get some GT7 races in. Yeah. Um, looking forward to Moon Knight. Other than that, I think that's that's, that's going to do it for us, buddy. That yeah. was a good episode. Good yeah, talk. definitely. Good chat. Fucking F, we, F1 we is back, t- baby. Yeah, F1 is content. back. Got some content on the horizon. Always constant updates on F1. Like, Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking. Absolutely. We're going to be chatting. F1, gaming, Elden, Elden Ring. For sure, for sure. And if you want to stay locked into those conversations, be sure to leave us a follow. Um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, uh, you can check us out on YouTube at Collectively Unconscious. Leave us a subscription or subscribe. <laughs> uh, you know, leave us a like, comment, do whatever, all that stuff. Um, be sure to give us five stars wherever you're listening to the podcast. 
Um, you can check out some of Jimmy's Elden Ring stuff at Moment YT. Yeah, at right? Moment YT on YouTube. Yep. Um, YouTube.com yeah. slash Moment YT. There it is. There Genius it is. plug. But all right, that is going to do it for us, folks. Thank you for listening. This is this week's episode of Collectively Unconscious. I am Jordan Dante, and joining me, Jim, as always. Peace out, guys. Alrighty, thank you very much. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Peace.